0: Well, well, Wellington Well wellzer, and wellness. Um uh, because of the Sonic movie, um Sonic 2 movie coming out. Um that's literally the only fucking thing that I can think of that I actually give a damn to see. Um after Batman, which I'm not going to lie, was a movie. <laughs> um But more so, uh, it was better than I expected in certain aspects, but it wasn't anything that blew me out of the water. I always feel that your predecessor is your standard, and if you cannot surpass it, then what what the fuck was you wasting, What, what were you doing with your time, if you're not thinking of not just how to beat it, but like, make, do something better with this material, and having a Zodiac Killer-esque Riddler is not something that's better with the material. And anyone who argues that Jim Carrey did a bad Riddler really doesn't know the fucking character of Riddler. I mean, granted, yeah, you're you're more so inclined to have a bunch of people who are um, situated with having more darker characters around the Batman mythos because he is a dark character. But let's not forget where the fuck they, he comes from, you know, it was like, let's not forget what the comic books were back in the day. And even Riddler's character was uh, revitalized because of the actions in the Adam West show, which is goofy as hell. So don't, don't give me some bullshit about how like, Oh, that's not something that people wanted. Like a fucking tight wearing uh, guy leaving clues and whatnot. And I saw a thing recently where a guy was talking about how um, essentially like there's a, a comic in there's a question comic and a couple other comics where basically you have characters essentially talking down to the Riddler um, as if like he's just he has a gimmick so it's like what's so special about him and and it's like those comics themselves are written with the perspective of someone who just really didn't understand or wanted to flesh out the character because even if you was to sit there and go like oh you know he just leaves riddles and it's like well what about the Joker, who just plays, like, practical jokes at first before he became a murdering psychopath? Um, it, it's just there's so much. I mean, like, Catwoman. At first, like, she she was just a straight-up villain that looked like a fucking cat. Then, like, certain people would have her only steal cat-themed stuff. Then all of a sudden, she's, like, an antihero who's in, in love and wants to work with Batman. But I'm not going to sit there and act as if this shit was a... Uh, You know, like the shit that I saw was something that wasn't entertaining, but I'm also not going to sit there and pretend that the shit was perfect, you know? And it was like, nor was it just like, oh, because it existed and it did this well, that means that everything else is excusable. No, that's, that's a fucking drop in standards. Like that's a stupid concept of dropping standards. I've heard so many people say, well, they had more of a detective aspect in this Batman movie, which I, I can agree with. And it was like, yes, you see him do more of his detective work um, concepts, his more figuring things out, working and planning and things like that. And the character of the Riddler would be be perfect in terms of establishing that. But the problem is, is that literally in every other fucking Batman movie, they've had the exact same sort of um, intent of detail in terms of his detective aspect. I'm not kidding. And in the Dark Knight, when it came to the Joker, one of the beauties of his detective work in dealing with the Joker like and he was like you're gonna check a bullet for um, check a check a break for ballistics no fingerprints the man reconstructed a bullet to check a fingerprint but even still the detective work were just nothing but clues leading like um, that the Joker left behind like everything was methodically planned out and everything was going in according to Joker plan realistically The Riddler would be in the same boat, he would have the same type of aesthetic, and the fact that this movie didn't really usher in that, and it only had like small one-off parts that tried to did that while everything else was like Batman being led by the nose, wasn't really the same flair that they had in The Dark Knight. But so many people were like, we saw more detective work, and it was like, no, we saw him sitting and watching people more, sure, but detective work shit was equal in every other fucking movie. Putting things together, putting pieces together, that is who the character is, and we have literally seen that in every fucking Batman movie that has ever existed. So this movie does not get a pass for it doing the bare minimum that is required of Batman, when every other movies have been action-packed thrill rides that have also done the bare minimum detective stuff. If, if there was an argument, it would be the fact that you got to see more of Batman just like what all is or required for detective work, but much like what everything and everybody else, you know, he has silly, crazy, goofy gadgets that he's able to do. The man can record people through fucking contact lenses. Like you shouldn't me. <laughs> it was like, when I saw that, I was like, that's Batman. All right. And there you go. But not any different from again, being able to reconstruct your fucking bullet to get a fingerprint off of it. Uh, nigga, you serious? <laughs> After shooting and trying out different velocities and vectors of the bullets to see exactly how it would fracture, and then as well as how it could be reconstructed, nigga, that is Batman detective shit. So that's it, it, like what I'm what I'm getting at. Because yeah, I'm just now bitching about the movie. <laughs> what I'm getting at is in terms is, is standards. Um, I've I've always been an advocate in terms of like yo do better with this shit have people who are fans talk to them to establish or get to um get a sense of exactly what it is people would want to see there's nothing wrong with talking to a fans but there is something wrong when you're trying to establish or greatly input everything that one particular fan might want because you can't please everybody with anything but at the same time it should go to show you that there is nothing but a multitude of people, especially within Hollywood, that are doing shit for their own volition. That has nothing to do with doing something that would appease fans or make fans happy. Hell, we had that asshole who made the Mortal Kombat movie sputter that every five seconds in order for him to get so many people to back his goddamn movie. And if you've seen that movie, then you would know there's nothing in there that is for Mortal Kombat fans. All there is is just finishers. It has characters' names, and then it finishes. Like, just just their, that's it, their fatalities. And that's it. But it would've been smart to usher in and do the tournament-esque aspect, or leading up to the tournament or something like that, having the fatalities, being more, con- um, having a more congruent and uh, concept towards the story, following the story, which actually has crazy, deep-seated lore, which is very fucking interesting, mind you. Any of that could have been done. Because fans would appreciate it because it it shows that you know what the fuck you're talking about as well as you did your homework in terms of what made this media popular. And then normies, which are people who don't know Mortal Kombat at all, would like it because they don't fucking know Mortal Kombat. This This is a major problem that comes with all of this bullshit that's out today is the fact that essentially Hollywood makes shit for normies but normies don't know nothing about the property that you're making so what exactly would be wrong with appeasing both the fans and the normies if the normies literally don't know what the fuck it is that we're talking about and then the fans would essentially appreciate and hold this thing in such high regard to keep it a constantly talked about concept something that they'll make them go oh yeah you need to go see this movie this shit was awesome. It hit all these points correctly. I had the same problem when it came to the Sonic movie as the Sonic movie essentially is designed wholeheartedly for children. And if you were to sit there and argue that, well, Sonic is a kid's game, yes, yeah, Sonic is a kid's game, but it's over, what, how many fucking years old? Like 40 or 30 or something like that? This shit is, like, it. it's retarded to even sit there and assume that simply because something was intended for children, that the audience that grew up with it are still children. You know, and it was like like it still can't um, respond to both children and adults of all ages. It it's ridiculous to think to think of that in any um, spectrum of media when something has came out that basically has had longevity added to it. This is something that's been out for years. It's something that has been showcased and played with for years. It has built up a popular fan base as well as a multitude of people interested in everything that it has going on. Why would you not follow the original storyline that comes with the game that made this thing popular in the first place? Well, when people play the game, it's just them running real fast. Okay then, bitch, have that in your fucking movie. Okay then. But also, they need people to explain, explain, and explain. Not really, seeing as how you don't play the Sonic game and you go, man, I wonder where the people are. Hell, are the fact that the last Sonic game that actually had other people in it that um, led to Sonic kissing a woman and everyone being totally fucking creeped out by it, and also it didn't help that the game itself was basically a buggy mess of a game. But it's not something that was ever needed. In the, um, in the series or in the show or anything like that. So why do it? Hell, I thought it was weird that they essentially had Sonic being in our world rather than having him be in his world. How hard would it have been to have a makeshift fake um, city or anything like that, considering the fact that if you played the Sonic games, which again, prove that they haven't, the Sonic games take place in both a crazy ass world like where the green hill zone and shit is located as well as a world where humans actually do exist there is a president there are people they have cities and whatnot but also there's a giant floating island structure called angel island that's off the coast that where knuckles resides there's a multitude of different shit going on and considering the fact that the only lore in sonic that is whole true is the video game lore why would you not follow that this is the same thing that just happened to the fucking Halo movies. Now, don't get me wrong, Sonic has proven that it is the greatest video game movie of all time. Se- uh, the only one coming close is the first Mortal Kombat movie, <laughs> which is sad, because that bitch came out in the 90s and that is in no way, shape, or form. So just like, I mean, Jesus Christ, they has Scorpion Sub-Zero. What's the best way to explain why they would fight on the same side of Shang Tsung? He, t- he mind-controlled him, something he can do. Fuck out of here. Great movie. The sequel was so bad that it made the first one just look even uh, just worse. My god. Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert or Lambert as Raiden boy. <laughs> Darn it. You're gonna need to you're gonna need some club soda to watch them stain out them clothes. I don't know where that's from, I just felt like saying it. But the Sonic movie, yes, it was good. Love Jim Carrey. I uh, love Jim Carrey. Him being Robotnik was something that I really was skeptical about, and then showcasing and doing what the movie did, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, but again, it's not as if that means that it couldn't have followed actual Sonic, you know? And and like I'm I'm getting to this because like again like also with the uh, the Halo TV show that came out, I spoke about that before and I still have the same strong fucking feelings about that, or where I was like, I don't know anything about the Halo story, so what I wanted to check out was something that was in the, in the spirit of the game, because that just seems interesting to me, hell, I spent so much fucking time learning about the um, Five Nights at Freddy' lore, which is really fucking good, <laughs> and like, I'll never play those goddamn games, but the lore itself is something that's ridiculously amazing, and then upon them talking about making the fucking movie, I was I'm I'm all up in arms about it because it's like, yo, if this doesn't follow what the games are about, then I don't fucking care. Like I I was, I wasn't even someone that was wanting to see the movie, but after finding out what I did about Five Nights at Freddy's, goddamn, I think that shit is awesome, lore wise. But still, never played the games. (laughs) But it, it doesn't mean that you know if a movie gets created, it's just like oh. If they were to copy the um the movie that uh shit what's his name nicholas cage did willie's wonderland which um realistically kind of had the the damn near like copying verbatim what is up with uh five nights at freddys even going so far as to, like being a group um even so going so far as to having to where like birthday parties were held in the back in secret where like the guy would murder people like that's literally in fnaf but I I like that the Nicolas Cage movie came out because it's like well now they can't do this to the Five Nights at Freddy's movie they have to think of something else otherwise they'll be like getting called out for basically copying this shit but also this thing is so is so massive of a game and a franchise that you have a multitude of fans and a multitude of people who essentially ain't just gonna like bullshit you're you're gonna have to come on with the come on really you need to follow and understand and recognize what the fuck made them popular in the first goddamn place which is a major issue that i have with everything it's that it's that that constant forgetfulness about anything and everything it's it's the like i've seen this shit in anime and in manga it, it, it's not anything that's like, you know, just dead predicated to only one type of medium. This shit happens all the fucking time. It's what made this special. What got it to have a fan base? What got it to have people that loved it and liked it and all that? Okay, you now have a have a, a opportunity to bring this to a whole other media, which will in turn give it a whole new fucking audience to respect it and idolize it and look at it and showcase it. Yes, as well as something that people who... Enjoyed this shit from the get go. We'll have another venue to see their admiration. It's not as if people, I mean, like if you take a note from fucking anime and manga, it's not as if people have ever, I mean, fucking ever had an issue with seeing something that has been Unprint print once and then seeing it being um, in moving pictures and then questioned it. You know, and it was like, well, I already seen this ending in the manga. Why the fuck would the anime follow suit? Bitch, where the fuck do you, why the fuck do you think the manga is being made? It's because, I mean, why the fuck do you think the anime is being made? It's because the manga sold so well that it would do well as an anime, so they made it into an anime. So if it follows the manga, it is definitely going to appease everybody because that's what made it fucking special in the first place. This story... Not a different interpretation of the story, not a different um, predication of the story, it's this story itself. And literally, now it, like you have a bunch of studios that basically have whack ass anime that come out that don't follow the manga, and they get fucking crucified for this shit. I mean, people get pissed about the fact that uh an anime isn't following the manga correctly and even if it's at just certain points or whatnot look at what happened to the original Jojo's Bizarre Adventure anime and how that was poorly received and then when the new one came out and how we're all the way into a season that the original could barely even have dreamed to try and um um, grasp hold of like, seriously. And then one of the main selling points about it is that it literally does everything that it can to give you the exact same fucking um, shots and angles and, um, and uh, like, different uh, character designs and whatnot that was in the fucking manga. The shit is, like, damn near, like, you look at the manga and it's like, yep, it's the same energy that you've got in the manga being brought to the anime. Doesn't help the fact that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a piece of shit anime, but... I still, uh, like, take, like, you know, give credit where credit is due, right? <laughs> I'm sorry to JoJo fans, but, God damn it, I don't like it. <laughs> but, it's something that is like, why is this not recognized? Because people are working on shit that's not their property, it's not their, well, it's not something they created. It's something that already existed long before they had their hands touch it. So why the fuck would you then go out of your way to do everything you can to basically fuck with that? When where it comes from is what made it special. That's what people liked about it. That's what people enjoy. Now, the hardest thing about video games is the fact that you have to understand and separate the fact that playing a video game is totally different from immersing yourself in a book or in a comic or anything like that. You're playing something you are the one in control of shit, so how the hell do you sit there and take that feeling and put it onto a movie, that's its own problem, that's its own big issue that the people gotta deal with and whatnot, and that's why no video game live action property has ever been done correctly, because motherfuckers don't understand the media that they're taking something from, and then what they're applying it to, but hey, go watch the Uncharted movie, <laughs> I'm sure that'll cheer you right the fuck up, but even still, you have such a ridiculous concept when it comes to um, establishing or writing something or even like uh, adapting something into something else. And it's like, yeah, but for the life of you, you don't give a fuck about the source material. You don't care where this comes from. And because you do not care about such things and you are letting it be known that you don't care about such things. All you're doing is making the quality of the content be subpar when it could definitely be amazing. How great would it be to see an actual Sonic movie that basically follows the video games and then has the feel of him speeding through and doing everything rather than essentially having a movie that's kind of like a Flash clone or like one of the major scenes in the movie or where a majority of the scenes in the movie kind of play out like the Quicksilver scene from X-Men. That's not Sonic. That's that's something from something else. But that's the only way that you can interpret. In a, that's the only way that they so far can interpret a speedster in a fucking movie, and that should not be the case. That it should, it really shouldn't. And it's like, it should be more to the movie rather than kids being like, oh, he just keeps saying references and, and he keeps quirking shit. And it's like, none of that is what Sonic does. The games don't function like that. Hell, that's more on the lines of that fucking Gecko game that they tried to make on the PlayStation. But, um, what is it like Gex? Yeah, but not Sonic. Hell, I keep looking at the trailer. They keep popping the trailers up and they have the moments when he's like, oh, look, it's the Winter Soldier. It's like, bitch, that doesn't work with him. He's not that kind of character. Why the fuck are you trying to do that? But they insist on doing it because it needs to be relevant to the kids. And it's like, bitch... when I went to go see the first Sonic movie, there were far more adults in there than I would have appreciated. And I was one of them (laughs) far more than I thought was comfortable. And I was one of them. And then when the movie was over with, I saw a discussion between a grown ass man and a little kid talking about the difference, uh, the difference in the aesthetics of Sonic becoming supersonic and what exactly that would mean and how that would need to take place. And the thing is, is that I know for a fact these movies are not going to predicate that correctly, and I feel bad that they're not because I am a huge Sonic fan. I grew up playing the goddamn game. That's one of the first games I ever was able to play, and I'm a huge gamer, so the fuck if I don't want this to be something that's amazing and not just kitty. This is something that's coming from my fucking childhood, and I'm pushing on 30 something. And still is like I still feel strongly about the damn thing. So I don't get no love either. And it's not like it's it's not like I'm just trying to make it to where it's like, oh, this should only appease the adults or whatnot. It's like, no, I was I fell in love with Sonic as a kid for what it was. And I grew up staying in love with it for what it was. So realistically, that means that it attracts children. So if you keep him the way that he's supposed to be, children would flock to it, you fucker, because it is what it's supposed to be. And that is the main thing. That's that's just ultimately the main thing that I'm trying to to get across is that if you deal with things the way that they're supposed to, if you just leave them the way that they like leave them alone, leave them the way that they were presented and showcased and all that, and then just give people that. I swear you'll be fine. You'll do absolutely fine. There will be no make no bad happen. Hell, one of the, um, what was it, like, to just a sign to let me know, like, yeah, the people who are working with this Sonic movie, I mean, what, the, we had the blue monster in the very beginning, let's never forget that bullshit, and then also you have the fact that, like, uh, one of the scenes in the trailer was, like, he was started dancing after he, like, blew up, like, one of Eggman's tanks, and he just start doing regular, just start doing different dance moves, but then when you see the actual movie, he does the little floss thing, and then it's like, oh my god, and it's like... When I saw that, I was like, I know who this is, like, aiming towards, but fuck you for doing that. Fuck, because I'm sitting here, too, watching the movie, goddammit. I'm sitting here, too. (laughs) Okay, I'm over it.